You're listening to Tim Campton's Champagne. That's his funny job. I haven't, um, yeah. It is so hot. It is a hot, hot day. In a hot month. With a lot of crazy stuff. Crazy stuff going on. Um, yeah, that noise. I guess that was my, uh... Why is it doing that? Okay. Part of the charm of having a DIY synthesizer made in tin cans all point to point. Part of the charm is having crazy weird stuff happen that you don't even know why what's going on. Um, I, I built a little um, reverb slash high pass filter. Um, that I have everything going through uh, optionally. I have a slider here. I'll slide the slider up. Yep, now the slider's up, and you're hearing the power reverb and the high pass filter. Here it comes, and you can make it resonant. So, but unfortunately, it's only a little left channel. <laughs> Not ideal. Um, another weird thing that's happened. Let's see. Oh, one of my um, one of my reverb modules, which is clocked, you know, in, uh, can by via control voltage, has a glitch where if it, it can't play certain algorithms, like algorithm number eight, for instance, which is just a nice long reverb. But if I have it on algorithm eight, it just it, and it's clocked up high, doesn't even. Uh, I'll, I'll try it here. Here's algorithm eight. It's not this reverb unit. It must be one of my other ones. But it doesn't work uh, when you clock it full speed um, with on algorithm eight. Okay, I uh, you can hear maybe in the background. I'll turn it down here real quick or unplug the microphone. Yeah, I guess what you're hearing in the background besides the little noise is fans and stuff in my house. And I'm standing here. We don't have AC. live in Michigan. Don't have air conditioning. It's uh, hot. So I'm going to bear the heat and jam on my synth. I'll try some things with my sampler, see if I can remember how that works. It's been a while, you guys. It has been a while. It is tough to be motivated to, to play. I, that's not true. 
it's tough to play. I don't even know what's going on. I want to. I love it. I enjoy it. it fills me with joy. <sighs> Part of it has to do with the... I'm blessed not to have any um, much features of depression in my own personal life. But most people that I love do have depression as a feature of their journey. Stupid thing to say. But um, when you're depressed, you don't feel like doing anything, even things that you love. Um, I'm not depressed, but I have that. I understand. I, I, I feel that. Um, there's an interest to do things that you love. And just, you know, not finding the motivation, just make, not, not making it happen. Exercise, music, uh, being creative, art, stuff like that. And right now is a tough time for everybody, even me. Fireworks or gunshots, I don't know which. That's a weird time for fireworks, isn't it? Alright. Yeah.
my sampler.
again to the fans, to the noise. I figured out my sailor. That was it. my ribbon controller. Another charming feature of a completely DIY synthesizer built inside of tin cans. When you're using a amplifier to test your um, modules instead of checking for peak-to-peak -peak voltages, you wind up having modules that are uh, much quieter than the rest of your system. Like one of my reverbs has probably only three volts peak to peak, whereas my um, the rest of my system is much louder than that. Uh, Ten volts peak to peak, maybe on some of them, or mo many of them, all the actual professionally designed uh, oscillators, VCOs, and stuff like that. So I'll try to do something with my ribbon controller, which is playing right now, through my diode ladder filter, which is this one. The VCO is a ramp. But it also has three, uh, two wave folders. One of them is a Lockhart wave folder. Here's the Lockhart wave folder, ready? potentiometer right there. Two dead spots, one right there and one right there. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. Here's the other wave folder, which is a much more complicated to build. The Lockhart wave folder is a PNP transistor and an NPM transistor with a... Your dog barking? Uh, yeah, and they are configured in such a way to kind of fold the voltage back on itself in a really interesting way. And this is the Lockhart. One of the most rewarding, very simple circuits you can build. Uh, this is a much more complicated wave folder. Which goes through this really interesting transition. basically a square wave. 
one that I'm messing with right now has voltage control. So if I take my my Rubik controller has a pressure plate under it. is under is plugged into the VCF the filter so when I push the keyboard the ribbon controller it opens up the filter I'm gonna unplug it from the filter turn the filter uh, and then I'll plug it into the wave folder so then you have control section of that weight folder. I've never tried it like this before. Turns out it's extraordinarily sensitive. I should put an attenuator on it. Because see here I am playing it. This is straight. I'm just going to touch the controller, the rivet controller. It just jumps all the way from Letting the wave through untouched to full on square wave.
another exciting quirk of a do-it-yourself tint synthesizer in tin cans is your one volt per octave is not always going to be correct. Check this out. This is a quantized voltage source. It should be putting out one volt per octave. Well, one volt, yeah, per octave. And I'll play it with my oscillator that I'm using right now. Hear how it's flat? Sharpen it up. So when you are playing, you need to tweak these notes to keep them in tune. Or you can just add vibrato, which is basically what a lot of fretless instruments use as kind of a workaround to not having a precise pitch. Uh, violin, viola, cello. This, this, oh, that's sharp, here. But if I bring in a vibrato, it doesn't seem to make as much of a difference.
looking at the waveform when kicks in, there's a big bias in the, in the waveform. The ducking module is what it's uh, taking out when the bass drum kicks, taking out everything else. So when I talk, it's uh, cutting me out. Um, I'm going to have to redesign that. I'm going to have to redesign that. I will use light dependent resistors and Bactrol and uh, LEDs. This time because they don't introduce any bias at all. The uh, sidechain ducking module that I'm using right now has OTAs in it, which stands for Operational Transconductance Amplifier, and they're uh, basically voltage-controlled amplifiers. Yeah, and they introduce a lot of bias, and I'm not. That doesn't really matter. You can't really hear uh, offset, but um, maybe people's speakers if they play my system loud will not like it very much. Alright, I'm uh, going to take off and stop jamming and go get some bagels for my family to eat. Uh, thanks for listening. See you next time.